This is the Mr. Career Tech Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to crush it as a job hunter, career changer, gig hustler, freelancer, or solopreneur. Mr. Career Tech is the place where ordinary people become extraordinary job hunters so they can get the jobs they deserve. Now here's your host, Uli Shield, aka Mr. Career Tech. Tech. I've been thinking about this story all day yesterday and today. I met with my mates yesterday at the beach. We had a pretty nice evening in the water and we finished up sitting in the sand and we were sort of looking at the waves, talking about all sort of things. And suddenly one of my mates starts telling us about his best friend and his best friend's latest car purchase. So let's just call him Michael. And we ended up hearing this story of Mr. Michael, who for the last couple of months has been looking at cars. But Michael also just recently had a bit of a history. He accepted a nice redundancy payout about four months ago. He had lost his job as a GM of something in a large infrastructure service company. And Since then, he had been job hunting, as I also learned yesterday about this car purchase story. So it's getting a bit interesting. You'll see in a moment. So his friend spent the last two months researching, price comparing and test driving at least six electric cars or all electric cars. And he finally decided to purchase the most expensive of all the cars he looked at at a staggering $80,000. Mind you, he didn't pay $80,000. He made a point of telling his friend who told us about all the smart stuff he did. So he basically had a $499 monthly pay and it's all financed over five years. And of course, there's a lot of tax benefits and he's a really smart guy, etc. So... The cheapest car was about 39000 and the most expensive one, the one he picked, was $80,000. And his argument for such an expensive car was, well, it's an investment. It's an investment into my future, into a better, more responsible way of owning a car, a car that lasts longer and provides stability and gets him further, not just 200 kilometers like the other five models. And on top of that, it protects the environment and all the rest. I mean, we all know that and it's really good arguments. And I guess what? I think he probably made the right decision. And you're going to ask yourself, why am I telling you this? Well, it's the same guy who struggles to secure job interviews. It's the same guy who has applied for over 200 jobs in the last four months. And it's the same guy who never scored an interview. And he's been hunting for senior executive jobs with a $39 resume template, and he's convinced that he's using all the right tools. And he's very depressed and upset. He hates recruiters, and he thinks HR people are all a waste of space. And he's also convinced that career coaches and resume writers are not worth the money. Interesting story, don't you think? Hello, friends and fans, and welcome back to my latest podcast, wherever you are. I hope you're safe and in good spirit. As usual, I'm Uli Shield, aka Mr. Careertic, and in today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about how much you need to invest in your resume writer, 
if you want that $120,000 plus job. And I'm going to talk to you about the choices from the DIY to the premium. I'm going to talk you through the inclusions. And most importantly, I'm going to explain to you what the ROI is, the return on your investment. If you've listened to my podcast before, or if you watched some of my YouTubes, or maybe even hired my coaching service, then you know that I tell you what you need to know, and I talk less about what you like to hear, if you get my drift. So I'll be talking about things today that you need to know so you can secure interviews and ultimately get the jobs you deserve. But in the end, you'll need to decide how much you want to invest. So maybe take some notes or check more on the topic at Team Mr. Career Tick. And as always, if you like the pod, share it and subscribe to my channel. Make sure that you do. So back to how much should you invest in a resume writing service? How much money should you spend on getting a resume done by a professional? Well, first, let's talk about your choices. When you start looking around for resume services, you'll find rates anywhere from $5 up to $2,000 for superior writers. And once you uncover the big field of services and price differences, you'll also probably left wondering, what's the difference and how do I actually choose one? How much you pay is actually determined by who you choose to engage with, because each of these choices that I'm going to list has its own advantages and disadvantages. So if you have a pen and paper, start writing it down. The choices that you have are roughly like this. So the first one is the DIY resume, usually free. And the next category after that is usually a relative or a friend. Maybe if you're lucky, also free. And then the next one, if you're not happy with that, is something like graphic designers and freelancers, which you usually find on these sites like Fiverr or Upwork or maybe even Etsy and so on. And then when you don't see results with that, or if it doesn't work out for you, then generally what tends to happen is people go on to these, I call them the resume mills, and I'll explain that in a bit later what that is. And that's when you start to spend money. And if that doesn't work, then the next step is actually a professional resume writing firm or a bespoke career coaching uh, service with credentialed writers. And each of these services typically provide inclusions. And I'm going to talk to you about these inclusions now. So you'll get usually uh, five sets of uh, inclusions. The first one is service and customization. The second one that should come with it is what I call information gathering. And then the next one is obviously you want that depending on what you're willing to spend, experience and credentials. And then last but not least, resume only or uh, full service solutions. That's essentially the inclusions that you get when you hire these sort of services. Okay, so now let's dive a bit deeper into the offering of each of these categories by starting at the beginning, the very bottom of the offering. Choice number one, the DIY resume. 
Call it what you want. It's the I'll write my own dollar zero free. Let's face it. We all start here sort of resume. If you're on a tight uh, or zero budget, no problem. You're starting, uh, in my view, you're starting in the right place. Writing your own resume and testing it in the marketplace for a couple of days or more will give you an idea of what's actually involved uh, in actually writing your own resume. And uh, generally what tends to happen as your job search progresses, you'll actually learn and understand and you get clarity on the direction that you wish or need to go and you have to hone in on the job that you really want. Most people out there find that they gain interviews easily and others will give someone like me a call if the result is lackluster. But for now, just do it. Do your own DIY, test it out. My best clients in one of the two businesses that I own are the ones who have created their own resume, have actively been applying for positions and realized that they actually need help. Simply use a Word document to create your own resume. You can download that. You can Google it. They're all there. Okay, so now choice number two, the so-called online resume builders. They have their place. If you're considering using one of those resume builders, you just Google it because you might have realized that your, you know, your Word or Microsoft skills are lacking. And so you decide to go down the path of that free sort of online resume builder. But word of warning that it's usually free to create your resume, but when you want to download your finished product, then a fee actually pops up. Free or online resume builders can be a good option because they come with a lot of formatting and some have pre-written content that you can add into your document. And that's sort of handy if you don't know what to say. And it's handy if you're looking at low income level jobs. So anywhere in the area between ten and $30,000. If that's what you're intending to earn, then that might work for you. But that being said, be careful of using too much of that pre-written content that you get with these online resume builders. Remember, other job seekers out there will be doing exactly the same And you don't want to end up with a document that is written exactly the same as someone else's. So even though these online resume builders have their space, if you're doing what everyone else does, you're not going to score. And the easiest way to explain here is essentially what I'm trying to say is content here wins over design. It doesn't matter what kind of job you're looking for, whether it's just in brackets, the ten to $30,000 job or the $200,000 job. Content always wins over design. And your first handicap in the process is applicant tracking systems. They reward job seekers who closely align to the position that they're applying for. And in order to do that, you need to have really good, really great content. But once you make it into the hands of a human, they then need to be able to read and understand your information and understand your background. So you really need to put effort into your resume data, into your content, 
because that is the most important thing to make it past the first hurdle. And that first hurdle is the applicant tracking software or systems. You can have the most standout graphically designed online resume building system in the world. But if it can't be read by a computer or the applicant tracking software, and if it doesn't have enough information for a hiring manager, you won't get a call back for an interview. Putting effort into not only what you did, but how well you did it, that's what makes the difference, even if you're using just a online resume builder. Okay, and now we're going to talk about choice number three. I call them the bedroom writers, and I don't mean that in any way disrespectful, but it's usually your resume designed by a relative or a friend, and it's usually somewhere for some kind of a favor amount of dollar zero to ninety nine. You know the deal. Your friend has good word skills or is studying design at a school or a university. And your friend may have offered you to write and design your resume. Like I said, maybe for a mini fee, possibly maybe even for free if you're lucky. Look, I've rewritten countless friend resumes. The friend realizes the complexity of the project and then wings it. Or you end up with something visually appealing that lacks substance and fails to generate interviews. The point is, if you're getting a friend or relative resume, you're getting a visually appealing sort of thing, but not really something with substance. The drawback here is when you deal with an inexperienced friend or relative is essentially the lack of knowledge. Knowledge of the recruitment process across multiple genres, levels and industries is what you want. Knowledge of, and I can't repeat this often enough, of what happens at the beginning of the process, which is the applicant tracking systems and their requirements is what you need. Most importantly, also knowledge of how to write key responsibilities and key achievements or accomplishments based on what you've done in your resume rather than just task-oriented resumes. I can always tell right away if it's one of those resumes, if the bullet sentences sound like position descriptions. And having said all this, if you're technically challenged and need someone to format a document for you, it's also a bad experiment to ask a friend to do that because you can't go back to your friend and ask him or her all the time to fix up things for you. So this is essentially what happens when you decide to go for, I just call it the bedroom writer category number three. Okay, and now we're going to look at choice number four, graphic designers and freelancers. Don't get me wrong, they have their place. This is where you outsource on places like Fiverr, Upwork, Freelancer, Airtasker, all sorts of pages, you know, on your mobile, on your desktop, etc. And the prices there can be as low as Fiverr, $5.00. Uh, or as high as $199. Uh, generally, the fee is around that. Graphic designers have moved into the resume design. Nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying here is you have to be wary. There's a lot more to a resume than pretty pictures and layouts. I've said this before. The first 
hurdle in the whole process is the applicant tracking software. If it's multiple softwares talking to each other, then it's applicant tracking systems. So yes, of course, you can build a resume using Photoshop or maybe even Canva or other things, but I wouldn't because they can't be read by applicant tracking software. And since many of the applications go through this software, in fact, nearly 65 to 70% as the first step in the recruitment process, what you really want is an applicant tracking proof resume. Otherwise, you rule yourself out of the running before you even start. This also goes for Microsoft Word resume templates that you can buy off on sites like Etsy. I, I would really strongly recommend against that. These uh, templates use text boxes, not tables. And there's a big difference there for the applicant tracking software. They use tables and they are different to format the documents. Applicant tracking software cannot read text that lives within text boxes. So whilst it might be graphically appealing to you and you're going, mm, I like that, that really looks like me and feels like me, what you're really doing is you're getting kicked out by the applicant tracking software because it cannot read the text that lives inside the text box that lives inside some sort of a design thingy that has happened. If you insist on having a graphic designer create your resume, go for it, all good. But you do need to keep the above reservation in mind. My advice is to only use this option if you are applying directly to a hiring manager. In other words, when you know that you're bypassing the traditional application process. And this is really important for you to understand. By the way, I'm going to talk about the applicant tracking software in my next podcast, how it works, what it is, and why it is so important for you to understand that this is the first hurdle in the process. So my advice, like I said, is only use this option if you are applying directly to a hiring manager and if you are aware that you are actually bypassing the traditional process. When it comes to freelancers who are writers, in other words, who are not graphic designers, what you should do is check the credentials first read their reviews, and if possible, samples of their work. You might find a fantastic freelancer with stellar writing skills for a bargain on sites like Upwork or Freelancer and so on. Okay, over to choice number five. I call them the resume mills. Those are those uh, faceless resume factories where your resume is designed by a faceless person. And the pricing there is anywhere between, you know, $70 to up to $299. A resume mill, in my mind, is kind of a first toe-in-the-water experience where you actually invest a reasonable amount of money into hiring a company that in your mind deals specifically with creating resume. What they tend to offer in their resume mill pages or apps, etc., is generally the following. Their concept is 
all around speed and volume. So they offer you writing projects only at a budget friendly price, automatic allocation of writers. So in other words, you don't have a choice on who you can work with and you don't really have any knowledge whether the writer who is assigned to your job actually understands your industry uh, segment. And then the key standout thing where you know that you're dealing with a resume mill or a faceless resume factory is standard automated questionnaires that don't change to gather your information. And then the number one thing where you know right away that you're with a faceless resume factory is the promise of the super quick, super fast turnaround with a singular resume template. Or if you're lucky, a limited range of resume designs that you can find if you just do a Google search somewhere else. In other words, the process is just from the word go, it's standardized, it feels impersonal, it just doesn't feel like there is something to it, there is actual people behind it. It's not the right thing, especially if you don't know who your writer is, if you can't speak to anyone who actually creates a relationship with you when you're spending your money with these companies. You may not know the writer's background. You also don't have any knowledge about their credentials or experience level. And generally, the writing talent itself or how it all works is not explained on the website. It's all very helicopterish, very vague, so to speak. And here's the interesting part. I've been in the early days when I started our business, our first product, uh, CV Jetta, I've been a contract writer for one of these resume mills because I wanted to see what it's like, what their services feel like. And that's when I realized how it all works, that it's all based on volume, speed, standardized questionnaires, quick turnaround, singular templates, and essentially... The way it comes down to, to these companies earning monies is they pay the writers, pardon to say so, peanuts, and the result is accordingly. Now, in the 10 years uh, that I've been in the career coaching business, I've launched two businesses, CV Jedi and the Job Search Coach. And I can safely say that approximately 35% to 40% of all the clients who come to our services, they come from these resume mills because they thought that they're getting a good deal, that it's going to work. It was uh, quick and easy and simple, and it didn't deliver any results. Hundreds of applications over months with not a single interview. And now we're getting to category number six, the professional job search firms, coaching firms, professional resume writing firms. That's one of my two businesses that I've launched. One is called CV Jedi. That's a company like me. We charge somewhere starting at $299 all the way up to six or $700. And I think here is the first piece of information of how we, and when I say we, I mean myself and my team, how we see ourselves. We know after nearly 10 years in the business that 
approximately 45 to 50 percent of all the clients that come to us come as a result of another client who basically says, I checked them out, I checked their reviews, I asked other people what their experience was, and that's when I hired them and the experience was appropriate, the experience was great. CV Jedi falls into this category and, you know, CV Jedi, one of our two businesses, offers in essence, three types of professional resume packages or plans with various prices because we are looking at the pricing based on industry segment and category. So it could be just a resume or it could be resume and cover letter or it could be a package such as resume cover letter and LinkedIn or resume cover letter and selection criteria if you, for example, go for government or council jobs, or it could be resume and CV. So CV, if you're academic with selection criteria, if you're medical field and so on. And those are packages that are done by experienced professionals who understand resume writing because they're experienced HR professionals who've been dealing with resumes or CVs, not just for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but for years and years. And of course, we offer other services such as interview coaching or job search coaching to help you throughout your job search and to help you land your interviews and ultimately your next job, the job that you deserve. And of course, we tailor the services specifically against positions that you want to apply for. And this is essentially called a personalized service that you can't get from a resume mill. My typical client or our typical client at the CV Jedi segment is the mid-career professional. And it is these clients who appreciate the flexibility of working online whilst having a really personal one-on-one strategy session, a proper review interview, the ability to nut out the direction of the project, to get revisions of their documents. In other words, to talk to people who know what they're talking about and to have a relationship with the person who is working throughout the project. And more importantly, what our clients really value the most is the ability to ask targeted questions related to their job search whilst they receive up-to-date, relevant, and most importantly, accurate, up-to-date information that's relevant to their industry segment, because we only put you in touch with people who come from your field, because we understand and we know that the people you trust the most are the people from your tribe. That's what a resume mill doesn't offer you. You know, a resume mill basically does the first 30 minutes a resume for a chef and the next 30 minutes a resume for an IT&T person. That just should not happen. And you heard it before, I said it uh, a couple of times now, all resumes need to be able to pass through the applicant tracking systems, especially if you're one of these mid-level, mid-to-senior level professionals trying to secure job interviews. All the resumes need to pass through the applicant tracking system, the ATS. So make sure your writer provides information and a document that is able to be read correctly and passed properly. And make sure if you hire one of those services, 
that you get a score, a ranking on how your resume is going to meet these requirements, whether you are ending up in the no pile or in the yes pile. And preferably, if you end up in the yes pile, you want to be at the top of the yes pile, not just in the yes pile. Okay, that's my spiel. That's out of the way. Onward now to the last category, choice number seven, the career coaching expert credentialed resume writers or executive career coaches. Choice number seven, the expert career coaches or resume writers. That's the big end of town. That's also one of my two businesses. The second one we have is called the Job Search Coach. And it primarily focuses on end mid-level to top-end executive level professionals. And they are spending somewhere between $599 up to $2,000 for our services. At this end of town, it isn't about value for money. It's about working with an expert in a one-on-one, possibly in-person setting on all aspects of your job search, of your career change, of whatever it is that you have in mind. And what do you get for the big money? Well, we offer you combined, if you look at all the people, we have up to 50 years of highly experienced professionals who have lots of credentials under their belt. And we offer you professionals out of the HR and recruiting industry who only work and recruit and deal with professionals at that level. So if you're deciding to go for the big end of town, then you want to look for the right kind of business. You really want to do your research. And there's a number of really good services out there. Many of them provide career assessment, testing, personal brand development, the whole spectrum of writing services, not just, you know, resume and cover letters, but also bios, CVs, selection criterias, pitch decks, tender documents, networking letters, and of course, uh, LinkedIn profiles with a very high ranking and high ranking scores. They go into coaching services, salary negotiation, career change strategy, and the list goes on and on and on. They are really the top end of town because they have the deep end of the knowledge, they have the information, and most importantly, they have the resources. They command a higher price point, even just for the resume writing pace uh, of it, because they know that they can ensure that you are going to get job interviews in a very short period of time for the money that you're spending. So if you're looking for a highly personalized, hand-holding, customized service from an expert, then that's the place to go. That's where you want to go if you're at the top end of town. So now over to the million dollar question, how much should you really invest in your resume? How much is it actually worth? How much should it cost? So if you want the official data, here it is. According to a research that was conducted by Resume Writers Digest Annual Industry Survey 2020, 
the average cost for a resume and cover letter, so those two combined, is usually around $500. And there is a general guideline that job seekers can use. In general, you should spend somewhere between 1% to 3% of your annual salary on your career development. Now, what that basically means is, according to and I'm quoting Australian Bureau of Statistics here. So if you're in the UK at the moment or in the US or North America, just do your numbers. According to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, full-time earnings in Australia average across the board about $80,000 a year. That's uh, the 2020 number. Obviously, uh, seasonally adjusted wages also play in here. So if you use the 1% to 3% figure, that would mean you're spending somewhere between $780 to $2,300 on career development annually. Now, I'd like to clarify a little bit what that means. Career development can also include things like education, training, personal items, and maybe even LinkedIn premium membership. Yeah, so... What I'm trying to say is you might spend $399 or $400 on your resume kit, which is your resume and cover letter, and the other $100 on what I've just described. The point is, if that $78,000 or $80,000 is a single job seeker, then $500 fits perfectly with the average fee for a resume and cover letter that I mentioned before with a bit left over for maybe a LinkedIn profile or an interview coaching session. And so the advantage of a professionally written resume is obvious. It's not just one thing, it's numerous. And this is why I decided to talk about how much is it actually worth, because many job seekers, many career changers out there find it hard to know what to write about themselves, much less design the principles of a modern resume. The vast majority, even after over 15 years of it being out there, still don't know that applicant tracking systems exist and that they need to have resumes that are applicant tracking system proof with applicant tracking system friendly formats. And that's the point where most people really fall over. They fall over at the first hurdle. Professionally written resumes are more likely to generate the most important part, which is job interviews. Without interviews, you're never going to score or secure a job. And so If you calculate how much it costs you every week that you're unemployed, for example, if you're making that hypothetical $80,000 a year, then that's about $1,500 a week. So that's your ROI. That's the number crunch that you need to do for yourself. If you calculate how much it costs you every week that you're unemployed, then that means it's costing you $1,500 a week. And so if you take that number, what's $500 if that $500 secures you an $80,000 job? 
So there you have it. That's how much you need to invest in a professional resume writing service. That, in my words, would be the final word on the ROI, the return on investment on a professional resume. Your income is your greatest wealth building tool. If you currently pay a monthly car payment like that guy that I talked about in the beginning to drive something that gets you from A to B, so in other words, to where you want to go, then why not spend a couple of hundred dollars on a document that can drive your career where you want it to go because you've decided to not waste your most valuable asset and that is your time. It's the best amount of money you can ever spend to secure job interviews, to secure the jobs that you deserve. So instead of asking, how much does a resume cost? You should probably instead be asking yourself, how much do I want to make? How far do I want to go? And most importantly, how long do I want to search around and apply for job after job after job without the result of getting interviews? And what is the cost? So what is the calculated cost of not investing in my job search and my career path? And that ultimately is the ROI on a professional resume. Remember, your most valuable asset in the whole job hunting game is your time. Don't waste it. Your first hurdle is ATS, and then you get less than 20 seconds to make an impression on paper or, you know, most commonly on screen. So guys, your time starts now. Join me again next Thursday if you feel like it here on my Mr. Career Tick podcast when I'm going to talk about applicant tracking software, what it is, how it affects your job search, how you can get past it to secure job interviews. Join me back here to grab your dose of weekly career advice. If you are actively looking for a new job or if you're hunting for new clients or gigs, if you're out there doing that, make sure to hunt wisely and remember to tick all the right boxes so you can get the job you deserve.